Get out of gate. This is episode 65. We are talking Stargate SG1. We have reached the end of season three, boys. It's episode 22, Whoa. Nemesis. Here we are. Where's three years bloody? Some weeks I'm allowed. Nah, don't worry about it. You missed it. Yeah, missed opportunity, mate. Oh, I mean, luckily we're not live, so we can edit things around. But I mean, it's bittersweet. Very good. My name is Mitch. The full get into gate team is here with me. Maddie with the buttons. Sup, Brendan. Hello, and Reese. Yeah, g'day, guys. As we do each and every week, we're going to ask Reese, our new viewer, what he thinks of the episode. But first, let's find out what it's all about. This one's a big one. We get introduced to a certain little something. Let's see if it made the synopsis. O'Neill is kidnapped by the Asgard, or Asgard, and taken aboard a <laughs> ship where he encounters a swarm of metallic, bug-like creatures on a mission to destroy Earth. O'Neill plans to blow up the ship and sacrifice himself, but can the Stargate team find another way to stop this apocalyptic scheme? Oh, written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Martin Wood. Reese, over to you. All right, hear me out, guys. Hang on, hang on. Bugs. Robotic <laughs> bugs. They're bugs, but they're robotic. Not flying. They don't look like sperm. <laughs> Let me... And you can't kill them. Before we do that, I want I got a new segment. All right, so we know that Robert C. Cooper wrote this. <laughs> and yeah. it's a pretty good episode. It's, yes. I have it's to not say, bad. It's, it's probably right. one of the, but mo- the most iconic. There's a, there's a pattern here. And we're going to get to it. it, Bugs. But this this segment is called Previously on Get Into Gate. Previously on Get Into Gate. Because Robert C. Cooper is now a head story editor, I feel like he's like, well, I wrote that, so I don't need to edit it. (laughs) Ever. Nah, in like season one of Atlantis, which is the equivalent of like season eight of this show. Yeah. There's basically an identical story where one of the main characters gets hit by an alien bug. Yeah. And is almost mm. killed by it. And he wrote it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a thing with bugs. Hey, uh, at the start, when O'Neill was about... What does he call... Uh, O'Neill calls them big, ugly bugs. When that one landed... <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's, an, that's an, an awesome writing. Right? That's an awesome writing. <laughs> Love that music so much. Does anyone else pick up... They use the Knox music I've in this episode. Yeah. 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 Like, this is specific to a great they race of people. They just wanted something, you know? like, soft with chimes or something like yeah. that. And I was yeah. like, no, not the Knox music. Don't ruin it. Yes. Don't, I don't yeah. want to assume things, but I would assume that Robert C. Cooper was in the <laughs> editing room. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that'll yeah. do. That's, that's really sweet. Robert, that's the Knox music. The fans will go apeshit. I'm Robert C. Cooper. <laughs> Use it. Do what I want. The that fans will do good. what I tell them to do. They will like what I tell them to like. God, I wish they got a shut sorry, up. Sorry, I just turned into Brendan for a second. That was just like a Freaky Friday oh, moment right there. I blacked out there for a second. What happened? <laughs> or even a re- So it all, you know. Yeah. Robert C. Cooper's basically just ripped off each. And then I think the thing that bugged me the most about it was uh, bugged you. Bugged you. Yeah, see, that was totally unintentional. Not to spit in the face of Robert C. Cooper by any means, because we already do that enough, but I'm just imagining, like, you know, the writer's room they get together. It's like, okay, so Robert, uh, you've got you've got this week. So just thinking about last week where we had this amazing story where Daniel and Teal go to Abydos and they find that Sharae is there. She's pregnant with Apophis's baby. Meanwhile, in Washington, Carter and O'Neill go to get medals from the president. Meanwhile, Carter's father comes in. He's got cancer. O'Neill gets approached by a journalist and he's about to expose the, everything the SG1 are doing. What do you got a story about? Okay, so there's a giant bug. <laughs> and he's going to sting someone. <laughs> Boom, mic drop. Mic what? drop. And they're going to look like flying sperm. So. Wow. Wow. That was a good segment. That, yeah. was, ju- that was just from one episode, by the way. Was it? From Bane. Robert, Jeez, we love you. Excellent. Come on the show. Um, so, after Mitch saying that, they've obviously come back to Robert. All right, Robert, you said... That the Asgard have a have a stronger villain than the Goa'uld. Mm. What do you got for us? You didn't have anything last time. You said it. Mm. We've left what it do open, you got for us? We've left it open ended. Okay, so yeah. we can. You've had okay. it. You've had ready? about a couple of years to think about it. Techno bugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. They don't I know, fly. They're I know. about the same size as the bean bugs, <laughs> but they're made out of metal. I know. We've had we've had flying bugs. Uh, we've had. We've had glowing bugs, <laughs> glowing aliens, giant aliens. This one is a bug, but it's a robotic techno bug. Yep. Can't die. What did my son, my son was there when I was watching this. He goes, no, dad, they're robot spiders. But I swear to God, Carter says bugs. Yeah. Mm. I want to say at least 10 times well, in this episode. Well, they've only got four legs, so they, they're not spiders, technically. Yeah, your son's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
However, no, I'm not. He's only five. I did. Um, I did. I did hear a bit. I of say it. your son. It's my nephew. <laughs> It's funny he said that, though, because uh, Michael Shanks is actually arachnophobic. Uh, and so oh, really? Wow. It's actually good that he kind of was written out of this episode because in, in future episodes, whenever they were going to have physical replicators on set, he would have to be blindfolded because if he saw the, the, you know, the prop replicators... Mm he would get the shakes and get lightheaded because he's that arachnophobic. Wow. That's funny because when, because um, in Holiday, when um, he was he was playing Marcello, they went to that diner and he was drinking spiders. No. Oh, oh, snap. <laughs> Delicious inventions to fight the gold. Now, Matt, I don't know that they would have this trivia in that book or whether you've even still brought the book back here again this week, but... Mm, yeah, I've got it here. The illustrated guide thing. Now... I'm watching the start of this episode. Daniel Jackson is in uh, the infirmary, he's in a bed, and I'm like, oh, he must still be recovering yeah. from having like phased whatever last week. Yeah, it's something yeah. to yeah, do man. with that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's on oh, appendicitis. And then as this episode is going on, I'm like, okay, so when is he coming back into it? Like, does it? Do we know why he, <laughs> he had an appendectomy? That was real work. Because yeah. yeah, that was my first thought. It was one of those things. It's like, oh. It's a convenient way to write him out. It's like he wasn't there for filming, but by the time he come good, they shot the first scene, mm. and it explains yeah, why. But I no. just, I'm like, it's the season finale. All his stuff. Why was are you sh- out of the first half? Why are you out of the yeah. first two thirds? Yeah, and- all his stuff was shot like a week later after he'd recovered. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the uh, haircut gag. Did you notice that? Oh, he goes, oh, you had a haircut. Oh, two, yeah, two yeah. Right. And he doesn't have a haircut in the next scene. Oh, doesn't he? So really? that's why they said oh. that because it is shot a week after. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This episode, and then he obviously oh, yeah. had a haircut. So gotcha. <laughs> they dropped that in. Nice. Ah. But yeah, so real world appendicitis. Um, and it's funny, when I first started watching the show, I'd forgotten that Thor had been in the show a couple of times already and that Michael Shanks had already voiced it. So for the longest time, I thought this was Thor's kind of first appearance being voiced by Michael Shanks. And the reason they did that is because he wasn't in the episode. Mm. So like, okay, well, uh, if you can't yeah. be in the episode, we'll throw you this VO gig yeah. Yeah. and you can voice Thor. But he's obviously been doing it for like a season and a half. And this is probably the most work, well, not even probably, this is the most work he's ever had to do as Thor. Yeah. Like definitely. even halfway through yeah. the episode, you're like, he's. this is the most voice work he's had to do in the show so mm. far. And I started thinking, I'm like, has, has he sort of read the script? He's like, I'm not working twice. I'm not working, <laughs> I'm not working twice. I'll, do, I'll be Jackson or Thor. I think Thor's more integral to this story than what Jackson is. Put me in a bed. I'm not showing up. I'll do voice work. It was funny. I was watching this episode with my missus and she sort of watches every now and again when she's not working. So she was watching this with me and then when Jack got beamed up, I'm like, oh! And she's like, (laughs) I'm so excited. She goes, what? What is it? And I'm like, Thor! She's like, oh, how do you know? And I'm like, just watch. This is sick. I'm a Stargate fan. (laughs) I mean, I know. I know. Actually, you now, don't you don't know the in jokes. We'll do a podcast. Yeah, we'll do a podcast. We'll introduce you to it. Yeah. Um, now, just on that, did that did what O'Neill was saying there sound familiar to it all to you at all? Mm. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, it, yeah it's funny that betcha. that Brendan did a uh, a previously on get into in, get into geek because I've done it previously on get into gate. So we've got O'Neill <laughs> saying this: Land of sky blue waters, loofahs. Yeah, sure, you betcha, snookums, mosquitoes. <laughs> Which, uh, which which Brennan referred to back in, I think, the end of season two, maybe uh, the final episode or our um, uh, season recap. Brendan Gibson. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Nukem. What the hell? And Reese, follow that up, man. Yeah, g'day, guys. <laughs> Could have given us a million hey, campus. Stargate fans are going to dig that, Reese. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a lot of sugar today, Brendan? <laughs> So, so yeah, now you're in on the joke. We're finally this is finally yay. one that a joke that we've made that we can pay off on that you've finally been able to catch up. Brendan's been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, is that that's literally the only yeah. reference? There's no yeah. reason behind it, from what I can tell. No, it's just him right. putting on that. Um, Sounds like Jim Carrey, Pennsylvania accent. Sure yeah, sure you bitch. Right, so that's like this. You've been saying that for years, and it's literally from this one ep- one. No, he second says it a couple episode. of times. Does he? Yeah, oh, I think in season it? eight. Um, oh, when they have the deja vu from this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh, it wasn't that spacewalk awesome. One small step for Jafar. <laughs> so Tuke's been, been doing his research on Earth. Yeah, he's finally been doing a bit. Yeah, he's yeah, up to the sixties. That's um. Yeah. That EVA was great, and I find it's... I mean, it comes down to the great writing that it is. Um, that 
he was given something to do. It's like, okay, yeah. so he and Carter, you know, volunteered to come up to help Jack out. Mm. And it's like, really, like, Carter was obviously all over the Asgard tech. And Tilk almost would have been reduced to his normal role of just... Muscle. Muscle, being mm. the background guy, just shooting behind um, O'Neill. But it's like, well, he was the only one. He, he was the one that made sense to go EVA because of the radiation radiation yeah. issue. And that's just yeah. that one little line that clever that just sells it and go, okay, well, it makes sense that he's the one going in that yeah. do it, and does give him a really really good um, um, place to go. Mm. Much in the same way with Thor, I thought it was done really well that he has that line about, um, if I knew an easy way to get rid of the replicators, I would have done it myself. So yeah, that yeah. way we didn't have to rely too much on Thor either. Yeah. I just find those are really nice ways to wrap up those things mm. so that it's not just a, a glaring omission that yeah. we're going to go, oh, why didn't, why didn't Thor just do it himself? It's yeah. like, you know, I, I really I really like that. It's funny because at one point Thor sort of passed out and I'm like, holy shit, Thor's dead. And it mm. reminded me of that Tokra in the finale of season two, how he... Or he or she died. Oh yeah, that's in the Hathor one. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then she back. comes back. Oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, Ellen from Supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to rewind that too. Actually, I'm like, hang on, did O'Neill just like, oh, he's dead. Okay, I better go yeah. to the computer. Like he just passed it up. I'm like, I feel like you should have emotionally reacted to that a little bit more. But then when they like, like Carter goes over and goes, now Thor, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, hang on, what? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I got the feeling that that guy who was hardly breathing when he stopped breathing, he's that dead. was him actually yeah. dying. Yeah. yeah. It's like the puppet doesn't have a pass out and a dead setting. It's just got <laughs> the one setting. I'm literally on a rock. Yeah, but it's got the chest movement going still. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a bit of a chest stomach movement. So what was he laying? It was what was he laying in? It's like a stasis pod. Yeah, Autom- like their version of like, like a hospital a, bed, basically. Yeah, right. Automated, it, yeah. automated medical, medical treatment shit. or something. Mm. So it's like a um, sarcophagus, basically. The but pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Actually, yeah. much more compact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably doesn't make you go dark side either. And it yeah. floats. Convenient. <laughs> right at the end, when Carter could just like push it through the gate. Yeah, yeah. Like. You know, totally. And they're like, well, the Asgard don't use wheels, obviously, so it's going to hover. <laughs> I did notice that when she pushed it through, it obviously went all the way in. But I'm going, don't you have to have your hands stuck in or doesn't matter have to be traveling through for the wormhole to stay open? Well, no, yeah. it stays open for 38 minutes, doesn't it? No, that's how long you can keep it open for. But it'll shut down if nothing's happening. Usually. Yeah, that's, that's one of those gray areas where yeah, it's because- like... If if the plot serves, you can just have the gator in the background when we're having a conversation before we're about to go through. Yeah. Mm. But if it's in another situation, then it'll shut itself off after thirty seconds of nothing yeah. going through. Or well, someone what will come through like like last week. They came through the gate, well, and was... then Daniel came through after he he's in a different dimension. Yeah, and, and it shuts off, and he's like, hey. "Hey." Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah then like the mm. extenuating circumstances of like matter of time and other episodes is because there's an there's an outside force. Affecting right, it, and that's yeah, why okay. it's, it's sort of open for longer than it's than it's thirty eight minutes and that sort of stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's one of those sort of grey areas where it all just comes yeah. down. To play I was just it. thinking that would have been perfect for, to ha- put him half in there, yeah. or his head in, mm. <laughs> so, so his head, head can't open. get shot. But then when they're ready to blow it, then they can all just jump through. Well, this is the thing. When that gate was open, there was replicators w- walking on the gate. Yeah. So I'm like, surely some of them went through they the gate. They would have. Surely. Absolutely. And I, I did love another bit of, as much as I liked the, like I was just saying about the Thor plot and the Teal plot, I thought the one little bit of convenient plot line there was when uh, Major Davis, when they, when they beam up the gate. And Major Davis is just like, oh, yeah, there'll be enough residual charge for yeah. one dial. And I was like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. borderline, but that's okay, I'll take it. Like, I'm happy with, I'm happy to rubber stamp that. Yeah, like it was Because it's already got, yeah. they've got power going through it, so you only need enough power, like a Jeep's worth, to unlock the inner <laughs> ring. Not an, old, too, an old Jeep. Not yeah. two big trucks anymore, just a Jeep. No, just, just a Jeep. one little yeah. Jeep, yeah. And so that gate was on the ship that crashed. Basically, so it's yeah. bottom of the ocean kind of thing. Well, if it destroyed. Mm. Well, if it, if so if a gate can gate. survive a bloody asteroid hit, direct hit. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're days. just trying to keep you guessing, mate. We're just trying to keep yeah. you guessing. You yeah. know, don't don't you? Oh, sure, I surely. guess with that much nacquitter, it should have exploded the ha- in, through the. Her- oh, uh, mate, they only had enough power for one charge. There's there's no charge left in the nacquitter. True, good <laughs> so at the end I mean obviously it's a to be continued so there's more to be answered but at the end Hammond's like get the second gate because obviously they need to travel back through it yeah would they have grabbed the DHD for that gate whilst they were grabbing the gate where's the Where DHD? DHD 
Well, remember that in yeah, was in the back of the truck. Yeah, surely they would have kept them together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, like it'd be stupid to split them up. Nah. Well, like we we've said, got our they, own. They've mate. already got the supercomputer. <laughs> yeah, no... but they got to hook the supercomputer up to this new gate now. Yeah, but yeah, the calipers are still already there. Where it's are like... they going to put the DHD, mate? I mean, yeah. there's no room for what they're going to do. Put, yeah. Like that so... would look pretty sick, though. If the DHD was in that command room yeah. above, like that would just be sick. But what I oh, think yeah. is that if they they'd have to bring them separately, like truck them back or whatever, so yeah. you get the gate in in one, you know ship, plane, whatever, DHD and another, and, like, Walter just, like, sneaks in conveniently, make sure that it goes missing, because if that DHD <laughs> comes back, he's out of the job. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one yelling no, he, out. He's still got Iris control. He's still got a little hand. Well, yeah, you, know. actually, you imagine that they reduce him down to Iris control, so he gets, like, docked 80% of his pay. <laughs> all, all, he has, all he has is, like, one little child's desk yeah. in the corner with just the Iris control on it, yeah. and not even a swivel chair. No, he just stands like next sw- to the door, and there's just, like, a handprint, and he's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> on, back out. Out you go. Because he loves that. Yeah. Chevron 1 encoded. Yeah, what's it? Yeah. Like, Chevron 1 press, Chevron 2 press, Chevron 3 press. It doesn't work, mate. Come Actually, on. Actually, there is there is a good moment of that in uh, Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Because they have kind of a digital dialing device, kind of like the DHD. And yeah, um, as, as the first character about to do it, he sort of presses the first button. Chevron 1 encoded. And just kind of waits. <laughs> and then they go, Come on. So then they just start going, and away they go. So yeah, yeah, I think that was a nice little throwback to good old Walter. Yeah, it's good. Something I did like was um, how they were trying to come up with a plan how to get off the ship. And they were were like, maybe we could blow it up. And then Thor kept saying how advanced the ship was, basically. Mm -hmm. You can't blow it up because we've got something to to combat that. Um, You know, like you need to go through down to the other, you know, set up, go to the navigation room and and that sort of thing. And it's just like the, how advanced the tech, the technology was. You can't even grasp it. And then the, the engine room, how Carter was looking at it, and he was saying each engine is one uh, one billion kilojoules of of what you yeah. measure now. I'm just like, that's hectic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking they... at that point, Carter just going, yes, I understand. And and he was like, yeah, that's pretty much where it glazed over. Yeah. yeah. And then there's that <laughs> moment too. when they when they make their way to the engine room and realize that it's like bug central. No, they go to the bridge, sorry, and, they, yeah. and it's bug central. And O'Neill just kind of... I, it, it throws me back to um, Galaxy Quest, which Mitch won't get this reference because he's never seen it. Something else he's never seen. Um, where, <laughs> Boom. Where, where, enough, but enough about me. But enough about you. <laughs> where, um, where Sigourney Weaver just looks at something and goes, well, f*** that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, if this was still like the first episode when they're showing Bush and swearing and stuff, I'm like, yeah. that's what, what uh, O'Neill actually would have said when the yeah. door was open. He would have just gone, nah, no way. Fork. I rated Stargate. That's what we want. Oh, boom. Yeah, like <laughs> Game of Thrones style Stargate. Oh, that'd that's what be we sick. want. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Oh, though, no, you probably would have seen like Daniel and Linnea go at it and you would have seen Daniel and Sharae go at it. And, well, that would have been okay. But, um, <laughs> yes, and go yeah. on. Dan- oh, would you want to have seen Daniel? Tilk in his pouch. You, they probably would have shown you Hathor giving birth to all her shrimp. That would have been pretty graphic. Yeah, you, would not, you don't want to see that. Like so. the uh, giving birth to that ghost in Lord of the Rings. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you don't. You know what that we shrink. And we never saw it again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so black or white race, I guess yes or no, yay or nay to the actual replicators. Like when O'Neill shows up, he goes, "Oh, whoever showed up and actually asked the question to Thorinson." So this is your nemesis. You know, these are the great threat of the Asgard that you've referred to. Why you can't yeah. help us? Yeah, they're worse than the ghoul. Did you look at them and go, "Can really?" Or did you yeah. go, "Oh, and now I see what they're talking about." Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, as soon as Jack got up there and saw him, I'm like, oh, you can just blow them up. But as soon as you realise that, hey, they they don't die. Yeah, like, zats, no good. Yeah, no, no yeah, good. Yeah, you shot so, three times with the zat, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, well, he only shot him twice. No, he went bang, and then bang, bang. Yeah, yeah right. I think I think you see the shot of them, like, firing the zat as the first shot, and then the, the, the um, shot changes, and then you see the... Um, uh, the replicator then take two more shots. Yeah, and right. It just sort of just yeah. goes, oh, 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 and then just keeps going. Keeps so going. it's cool enough to know that it doesn't kill them, but it, it goes back to what you were saying last week when we were doing our mailbag about the three shot thing hasn't been used and won't again after 1969. That they do the double shot, and it's like, oh, it's not enough to kill it. It's like, do they, we're, they're writing it? Do we do three shots? We don't know whether it should <laughs> disintegrate. If it disintegrates, then we haven't yeah. got a story. No, it doesn't. Let's just not yeah. have him even try, even though he had time to do it. But yeah, they become as soon as like you, they 
they replicate, obviously, and just all them coming down the hallway, and you know that there's no escaping them. It's just so stressful. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, this this can the whole be something. Has yeah. this heightened, they're yeah. not, they're not sort of more anxiety. evil than the Goa'uld because that's what you expect when they said they're worse than the Goa'uld. Yeah. You're like, mm. man, these guys must. Yeah, be you think like bigger ships, more powerful, but it's yeah. not. They're like ants. They it's just like, don't problem. Yeah, it's, it's like termite problem. They've got a. We just got a major termite problem in the Asgard fleet. They're like a force of nature. All right, bear with me. All right, the termites, but they're metal. So in a way, it's probably Stargate's like first horror episode in a, well, in a way like because just the way yeah, even no. just the way through the through the hallways where they're sneaking around with their guns and they don't know like anything could be around the corner yeah. and like they're, they're watching them on the uh, on the monitor like through the thermal that's great mm. it, it can pick up only humans but like you don't know whether one's about to jump out and the fact that we've already seen they cannot be stopped by the weapons that you have you can slow them down but they cannot be stopped. Well, I don't want to pile a lot. I didn't intentionally mean to do this, but as someone who's never seen what I'm about to talk about, <laughs> um, these are obviously Stargate's answer to the Borg. Give me that. Give me that's one. <laughs> okay, sure. We'll you, talk, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about this. Now, when you yeah. say the Borg, what's when you say you haven't seen it before? Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, yeah, but yes. why haven't you seen it? Where, which, which? No, you haven't. Oh, I haven't. Right. Haven't. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking you, about? You're talking. <laughs> you were talking about it as, as a horror point of view, whereas I'm saying these. The replicators are basically Stargate's answer to the Borg. The Borg are these cybernetic sort of humanoids that have a hive mind that act as a swarm. Mm. They, they, you know, they they attack as one, they think as one, but are cap- but are capable of individual thought. Very much, almost line for line, what they say about what Thor says about the replicators. Mm. Yeah, and the Borg assimilate you. They are um, cybernetic vampires. They will come along, stick tubules in your neck, and they'll turn you into one of them. The replicators, very similarly, just consume everything around you. They will, mm. they will take everything you've got. So this this came out in 2000, which is basically, um, I want to say, Voyager's sixth or seventh season, which is when the Borg were really heavy. Mm. Star Trek was in one of its really sort of prime things. And I think they were just trying to compete, you know, and, and read the landscape and go, okay, the Borg are really, really popular with sci-fi fans. We need our own version of that. Yeah, <laughs> the Borg are better. They've introduced uh, the replicators. And then t- uh, continuing on, we'll talk about it in uh, in season four, but they introduce uh, a Tokra character named Anish who comes in for four or five episodes, something like that. And in the commentaries, Peter DeLuise, Peter DeLuise and Martin Wood says she's a direct comparison to Seven of Nine. Seven of Nine being a character in Voyager who basically was this hot, big-titted blonde chick in a cat suit with heels built into it, walking around the ship. Catwoman. Who, who was, you know, a phenomenal actress, but she was the sex appeal. So that's what they tried to do with Stargate. They realised, well, Carter's wearing the same outfits as all the boys. We need a bit of sex appeal. So that's why they introduced this Anise chick who's coming in these little leather miniskirts and stuff like that. Excellent. But realised after four or five episodes, she just wasn't wasn't clicking and wasn't doing what they needed to do. So they, they bumped her. Mm. But also, Replicators, the name, mm. is all for, also from Star Trek. I thought you were going to bring that up. Well, the replicators is what they get their food source from, right? Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Just because replicators are kind of a benign tech in Star Trek, so I didn't. I just feel like they got the Borg and the replicators two Star Trek things and just mashed, <laughs> just them, mashed together. them together. <laughs> Cooper's <laughs> just strapped <laughs> off Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> need an idea. Oh! Need an idea. He's got it on the background. Oh, already? Yeah. <laughs> what do we get here? All right. Let's see what ET just well. finished. Oh, Star Trek's on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Hang I have on to say, <laughs> I do at this stage. I do love the replicators. I think they're a great enemy. Yeah, they're good um, here. Really, really good, and that obviously it's something it's that great sort of you know what do they call it when the dragon snake eating its own tail or whatever it's Mm. like well the asgard are so much more technically advanced than us but they're getting their asses kicked by the replicators but then we can shoot them with just our we can take out the replicators easier than the asgard can so i kind of like that sort of circular it's like your three starter Pokemon. It's like each one is good against the other one. Scissor, <laughs> yeah. paper, rock. Yeah. yeah. I like that in modern day sci-fi where there'd be movies and TV rock. shows where... <laughs> 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 rock. Where um, soldiers in it, whatever modern day, whenever it was made, meet aliens with advanced tech and we have projectile weapons and they just can't wrap their head around the fact mm. that, oh, these work. You know, yeah. It's almost like they've went from, you know, like swords and shields and spears straight to laser weapons. It's like, what? Projectile? Like, you yeah. know, this is better than well, our energy they, weapons. They How? kind of, not to really Reese, they kind of actually comment on that in the first episode of next season where um, they're saying, okay, we need your help to do something or that. And they're like, oh, so you need someone dumber than you? And then <laughs> Thor or Freya, whoever it is, actually says, oh, we never would have conceived a, 
you know, a lead propelled projectile, you know, projected by, oh, what is it? What is it, Brendan? Do you remember the phrase? About by a con- and yeah, they basically they, they break down what a gun is. Combustible, yeah, combustible. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll get to it in. Um, Maybe I, that's what I'm thinking of. Actually, maybe that, I've that phrase it. I've has been. I've murdered the phrase. Yeah. In but, my, but, but, yeah, I reckon the the general consensus of what you're saying has probably been stuck in my head since I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It been. yeah it's yeah, a cool so we'll idea. Get to that in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I've, I've got I've got a lot of time for the replicators, uh, in their current iteration. But as the seasons go on, I find they do tend to rely on the replicators a bit too much. Mm. And then they do evolve the replicators at a certain point, and that's when I was, I was like, "No, nah, I'm out." I'm I li- out. I liked it later. Oh, really? Bit, yeah, so more so than these. I prefer these replicators. The replicators, their their deal at the moment, from what I can gather, and tell me if I'm wrong, but it, they oh, they will. eat metal, right? <laughs> they eat, yeah, yeah. They eat. They consume technology and yeah, eat the surrounding and evolve. So what? So and if, replicate. So and they that, eat. But they'll kill a human. Yeah, because if you notice that when O'Neill was first beamed up to like the Borg, ship, <laughs> they won't attack unless you attack them. Yeah, they'll only assimilate technology that's useful to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. If when O'Neill was first beamed up and he saw the replica- replicators, they ignored him because yeah. they didn't know what he was. He wasn't he wasn't a threat to them because they were too busy, you know, dismantling yeah, yeah. the ship. It was only after he starts, and the only reason they were drawn there, and, and Thor says that, is they were drawn there by the energy of the transport beam. Right. Um, so that was the only reason they were kind of like, oh, what's going on over here? And then they're like, oh, it's a meat bag. We, yeah, we don't care okay. about that. It was only after he started firing on them that they're like, oh, okay, this guy's a threat. He's trying to stop us. We're going to kick him. his ass. Yeah. yeah. And that's when they all started. Because so, you remember, uh, really, one like literally crawls across O'Neill and just kind of ignores him and keeps going, like just completely disregards yeah, he th- him. Yeah, throws right. So it's only we kind of instigated it by by helping Thor and starting to sort of take them out. That's yeah. like, okay, you're trying to stop what we're trying to do. We, you know, we're going to stop sort you. Sort what we, we want. Yeah. I do find that we, we skipped over something relatively important here in, at the very start where basically O'Neill's inviting Carter yeah. on a date, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine what would have happened if t- uh, O'Neill hadn't been beamed mm. up? Like him and her, well, she, you know, it on. <laughs> well, she does. She, she does, denied, eh? She, she does kind of run out and go as if she wanted to, and yeah. then she's like, "Oh, ha- have a good thought. time." Yeah. And, and he's then, like, "Are you yeah. sure? Because we've got a like, week off." Yeah, sure, was, you betcha. It was on. <laughs> like seriously, it was on like Donkey Kong when they were yeah. in there. Oh yeah, talking like it with the reactor because I was like, like the way she looked at it was like, oh. That's an invitation. He's like, yeah. yeah, like for what the scene was, it went on a long time. Yeah, mm. and just and their was, looks and yeah, yeah. I, I like that. It was a good touch. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously that's you know they, just they go on with it. Thor for a just cock blocking him. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know. Thor, and buddy. they were you're supposed to love me. <laughs> they were leaving the they were leaving the state too. Like I um I actually looked it up because this is the first time you mentioned. So the cabin which we put on our um. Facebook. Facebook page the other week. Lincoln was lucky enough to be there. He was filming some stuff there at that cabin, uh, the actual shooting location. So in world in Stargate, that's actually he says it's in Minnesota, mm. which is sort of up, up sort of in the top right hand corner of, of America, up sort of near Michigan and that sort of stuff. That's where Minnesota is. Whereas the Stargate base is in um, Colorado, Colorado, mm. which is sort of Central America. Mm. So he was catching a flight. They were going to be states away from, yeah, from having some the drinks on the flight. Just them know. on their own in a little secluded cabin, you know, yeah. just out by a lake, just doing what they want. They would have, and he, they definitely would have had sex. They would have gone to Pound Town <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, he would have opened yeah. her iris. <laughs> yeah, right in the core eye. <laughs> Just, hey Carter, would you like to see my brief candle? <laughs> it's not you gross because we're not used. Checking out my cold Lazarus. Do you know how he would have, how he would have like just lulled her in assault, false sense of security? We're like, so, tell me more about Jolina. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> how confused are your feelings now? <laughs> are we technically having a threesome? <laughs> how about I, I plant my symbiote? <laughs> <laughs> so you've got um, let's play let's play Stargate Command. I'll be I'll be a symbiote. You be a Jafar. <laughs> Colonel, that's my belly button. Shut up. <laughs> Go with it. Shut up, <laughs> Jafar Kree. So here we are, like speculating about things we may have seen, may have wanted to see between O'Neill and Carter, and like the unspoken, you know, are they or will they or won't they type thing. 
the other side of the team, obviously Daniel's in bed sick, they go, oh, Tilk's off somewhere visiting his son. And I can just imagine everyone else in this room going, yeah, we don't need to see that. Yeah, we, yeah. we really uh, Happy if Tilk stays away if it yeah. means that we because don't get to see Ryak. Yeah. Didn't, they, wasn't the last time we heard from them they were going to live on the Land of Light or something like that? Like they had to get yeah, away from Chula. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is, they don't really mention if that's where they are. Maybe they got sick of those people. Because they didn't actually got... mention where Tilk was. He just said he's off world. I gathered that he was... From visiting no, his family. Didn't they Brief say candle. He's with Ryan. No, didn't they say he was visiting his son or something? Yeah. No, he just says, um, Hammond says to, uh, who was it, Carter? Um, get in touch with Tilk off world. Yeah, but before, I'm pretty yeah. sure they said he was yeah. with Ryan. Yeah, they said he's visiting his son, right. son yeah. somewhere. I think it was Jack. He said he's, he's off visiting his son. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it might have been right. the cold open when they were setting yeah. everything up, going, okay, Daniel's in hospital. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tilk's off world. It's like, I can't take my son. buddy. Now, when yeah. take you. when Jack projects himself in in the briefing room and he's on, when he's on the That's ship, so good, it's so funny. But then he's <laughs> yeah. he's he's rattling off all the equipment he needs, and I don't know what a Spaz Twelve is, but shit, that sounds hectic. Spaz Twelve, you're spazzing that shit, and my it's mate. times twelve. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah it's that not that is so, next it's level. Not the spaz Six. <laughs> <laughs> My um, we'll have to we'll have to keep it in mind. My my mate uh, Craig, who gave me these um, Stargate Illustrated Companion books, we've been using. He's actually uh, in the army, and he's actually he was listening to our um, our mailbag a few weeks ago about the guy who wrote about shaped charges. And he's like, yeah, mate, shaped charges. He texted me the other day, and he's like, yeah, mate, shaped charges are a thing. He's like, if you need like a like a military advisor to tell you about this, just let me know, and I'll. So okay, we should Spaz have asked 12. him about Spaz Twelves. Craig, what's the Spaz Twelve? I'm, I'm googling <laughs> yeah. it now. I mean. We're, Oh, yeah. oh, oh! that's like the shotgun thing that he was using. Yeah, I, I assumed as much because that, that just sounds yeah. like it would But it's hurt. like, what do we know? That could be explosives for all we know when you just hear Spaz yeah. 12. Spaz 12, 12 gauge. But, um, and like before how we were referring you, to... We wouldn't know. I'm Australian. Like <laughs> bugs or, you know, the official, like whatever Carter was saying. Bugs. I like that they probably just ran with that because that's what O'Neill said when he came through and he like, you know, is facing the wrong way in the hologram. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. we got these... You know, robot bugs, bugs, techno bugs, and then like they, if Carter did just reference them as bugs the rest of the episode, and they're like, is that the real thing? Well, O'Neill said that. He's been speaking to Thor. That must be the official terminology. <laughs> yeah. like, no, yeah. that's just the first thing that idiot said. Yeah. <laughs> just, so, yeah, one such, of the smartest people in the world is like, yeah. let's roll with it. Sorry, I've just been Googling the corner here. Um, spaz, spaz 12s are used by Jurassic Park security as well. Hell yeah. So spaz 12s are in Jurassic Park. Take down a T-Rex. Boom. <laughs> Across the universe. <laughs> so Major Davis is in this one, Maddie, one of your favourites. Boom. And um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about what episode was it? I believe it was Maternal Instinct. Yeah. We're talking about one of the guys, the Jafar leader. He was actually in a, a sci-fi show that I've seen before. I don't know if you've seen it. Falling Skies. Mm. Have you watched that? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't seen Falling Skies. What's wrong with you? Oh, I mean, it's, um, not, it's not one of the iconic, you know, top 10 sci-fi shows it's pretty, of all time, It's pretty, okay. actually, it's not bad. It's not a bad show if you get into it, but Major Davis is in that. Uh, Colin Cunningham, is Colin it? Colin Cunningham, yeah. He plays this kind of, like, a, just a complete contrast to Major Davis. Long hair, beard, his name's John Pope, and he's, like, this badass. I'm like, oh, nice. wow, this dude can act. Yeah, he's got like, some good he's chops. got some really good acting chops. It's the uh, first appearance, and you'll blink if you'll miss it. Blink and you'll miss it. Uh, first appearance of Major Wood as well. <laughs> yeah, I did. Blink, um, literally blink because O'Neill gets taken away. Yeah. So he, he's the guy in the background. Martin, oh, really? Martin Wood, the director, who's obviously he's probably the most prolific Stargate director. Um, yeah, when O'Neill gets beamed up, he's kind of the just the airman in the background right. who kind of just stops and, like, and looks at Carter like, what just happens? Yeah. Yeah, so, Major Wood. so he calls himself Major. <laughs> so he, he starts becoming sort of Silas kind of like, you know, go-to guy. So it's those two. Right, yeah. Those two in the spanner get up to a lot. I think after um, Peter DeLuise kind of did his own sort of cameo in sort of Demons and Ergo, I think Martin Wood was like, all right, I'll jump in yeah, front of the yeah. camera. Have, <laughs> yeah, have some fun. Game on. So, oh, that Tilk spacewalk was hectic, eh? So good. He's like, I, I thought, actually thought he could push off a little bit harder. Absolutely, that was could. my thing. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't reckon Jack really relayed that information. Yeah, very well. Push off hard. Like, yeah, go. Like because yeah, Carter's off. like, we he has to go way beyond, and Jack's like, oh, you're gonna have to push off to, all right, like just not to touch it. Yeah, yeah. 
He's like, how far do I have to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, you should have pushed harder. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a lot longer than I thought now. <laughs> yeah. You better I mean, go into a I mean, deep state of kill Marine. <laughs> you, won't, you won't stop. I was, I was watching that part and I'm like, Brendan's definitely going to yeah, tell him to go into a deep thing. state of kill Marine here. Because he wants to conserve oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to conserve oxygen, just go to a deep state of kill Marine. Yeah. Sure. I, he can. He's floating in space and suffocating, but meditate, man. Because I'm surprised that when he did get beamed aboard and he's like wake up that's following orders i'm surprised tilt didn't go i placed myself into a deep state of kilnoreem because i knew i would have Mate, no oxygen it's proof that this is twice in a row where you've wanted this to happen and he can't when he doesn't have candles he mm. needs a candle to hit de- well, kilnoreem he's got the sun i guess mate. we'll see yeah i guess we'll see next next season won't we wasn't it great when he was outside the ship and they did that whole zoom in they had the the whole yeah. um, mothership yeah. establishing shot. And it's just like, yeah. you don't realise how big it is until mm. you zoom all the way and you're like, holy shit, that's Tilk. Yeah, <laughs> and he is big. It's yeah, a great way to use perspective on the actual size of, yeah. of that ship. I mean, they did it in Star Trek a couple of years beforehand, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> you're asking that's, for it. You're like, you're really close to three. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> like, you, two really, is really is close to three. really close to three. Well, okay, mate, right, you had two in one before we let it pass. Yeah. How did I have two in one? Borg and seven of nine. That that's was two. all part of one. Okay. Uh, that's why we say you're close. No. I don't know. You, gonna... you, you had a pretty big rant on Cooper, and we didn't give you that yeah. one. We well, should. Um, <laughs> not my problem. We're gonna... I'm going to police myself. <laughs> I've, I don't hand clearly... myself in. <laughs> I've hinted at I hinted at it a few weeks ago, and I think we'll I'll I'll bring it to you guys in our season review next week. But I've got an idea of how we're gonna we're gonna change the the three mentions rule for next season. No, we're because, not. Look, I've I've had a lot of you know a change lot it of to listeners. two if you want. We've, we've talked you want about to change this. it? No, no. Just talked about this. I've had a lot of this, and season four in particular, I'm gonna need some leeway to talk a lot about Star Trek. So no. maybe we put it to Star Gate podcast. Maybe we know, put it to a Twitter a, vote. There's, there's yeah, a lot good of call. Oh, well, hang on. Results are in. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just wait till you hear just wait till you hear my pitch, okay? Because what Is it high? <laughs> oh god. The pitch I'm going to give you guys is is Maddie. Gonna, is going to give you guys oh, another way yeah. another way to pay me out and annoy me. Cool. So, all right, tell cool. us there. Right. Tell us your plan. All I'm going to say is look, I'll, I'll give you I've bought it in. That's all I'm going to tell you guys so far. Okay, I've got a, it here. A black box. A case yeah. with, the with the earth, earth symbol. Point yes. of origin on it. Which is what I'm calling the box of shame. It's the box of shame. Okay. On the side it right. says ultra box. <laughs> You've got an ultra box. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a black ultra box. So it's, it's, it's the box of shame. I'll reveal everything next week. It's a way for you and the listeners to pay me out. It's a dick in a box, isn't it? But still allow me to, <laughs> season four in particular... Um, have the leeway that I need to talk about uh, talk about Star Trek. So, what's the box of shame exactly? Tell us we'll now. We'll reveal it next week. Yeah, but well, like, how do? What's the rules with? Tell it? us off air. I'll reveal it next <laughs> week. I want to get you guys. I want to know now. <laughs> that's that's next season. Well, yeah. no one no one's asked me about this other giant box I have here that I thought you guys would be really what? interested in. Well, you didn't bring you'd it. Probably, out. You'll probably bring it back next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it in next week to show you what's in there. <laughs> There's nothing in it this week. Yeah. Just wanted to tease you guys. So what's in the big box, Matty? So what's, what, your... what's in your big box? All big right, white well, box. I, I thought I'd bring something in. Alright, so I brought something in. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If, I, if I could do a good Steve Irwin right now, I would. Crikey! Oh, crikey! Easy! Oh, oh he's crikey. angry! Oh, he's angry! <laughs> <laughs> Easy, big fella. Oh, oh shit. No, you should have climbed him up. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, he can't Holy die. Holy shit. Holy shit. Dang. That is awesome. Damn. Uh, Maddie's brought in a life-size replicator. Replica replicator. <laughs> Replica replicator. Oh, wow. I don't want to touch it. I'm like Michael that's Shanks. Very cool. Mm, that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that's... That's sensational. That's legit. I got yeah, that. Touch, touch, from... the, touch Maddie's, Maddie's replica. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! It's like Lego. No, it's a it's a three D print. <laughs> Is it really? It's a three D printer. So I actually bought it on uh, eBay about a year ago um, when we started the podcast. I was like, I found it. A guy in Russia who does these amazing um, three oh, wow. D prints. Sweet. Shout out wow. to a um, uh, an Australian cosplayer, uh, cosplay 
Cosplay Chris, who's got a great YouTube channel. He shows you how to kind of restore things and, and paint things up. And it gave me a lot of um, tips on how to get it looking... Um, nice tips. Pretty realistic. That's sick. So, yeah, I thought we might... Um, that With the music and when you're pulling that out, I could because I'm looking over a monitor here, so I can't see completely. It looked like it was crawling up. <laughs> when I heard the sound effect of the replicator, it looked like its legs were moving. Yeah, nice. So that's... That's very cool. Should have filmed it from your angle. Yeah. That's why I said, do you want to do it from here? And Maddie said, no, you want to see it come out of the box. I still blame you. <laughs> well, it's no need. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Not wrong. So... <laughs> Easy. So Jack O'Neill is the coolest dude ever in Stargate. I'm throwing... That's... Obviously. Yep. Obviously. Yep. Established in the first but episode, for, wasn't but it? for yep. some reason, in this episode, he is Harry Highpants. To the extreme. Did you? Oh, did anyone yeah. notice that? I actually think I noticed more so in the hologram than. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just because of the color and the way. Because when the, it, where they were sitting or where they were looking at the hologram was kind of like above their eye line, yeah. and so it just sort of stood His out. Belt more was and, above the chairs. It's like, like, yeah, it just turns like a <laughs> like a like a history teacher and it's like, look at me, you know. <laughs> and you know which history teacher of ours you know I'm thinking of. Bloody neckies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you, go, did you guys go to school together, did you? Yeah. Oh, man, we got Didn't some we stories we'll have to yeah. share with you, yeah. Oh, great. We've known each other for umpteen years. Yeah. No, 20 so. now. <laughs> 20 years this year. Yeah. Oh, you, you and Reese. <laughs> no. <laughs> 30. In our 30s. 30. Both in our 30s. Good chat. Uh, yeah. So. so, at the end, you're talking about a horror film. The bloody replicator crawls up out of the out of the water. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, to be continued. Boom. Oh, was correct. We are going to die. Oh, come on, Teal. Lighten up. Been in these situations before. No, sir, we haven't. We haven't? <laughs> Genuinely surprised. Yeah. yeah, what was that about? Well, she's just... These stakes are high. But, mm. I don't know, at the end of season one, though, stakes were pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> were like, okay, we've set the time and we're about to blow up. They were in prison we're in done. a guy old ship. Yeah. Like... Like, Jackson and Tilk have both died <laughs> previously. Previously. Well, the you know end, of, I mean? the end of season one, they're in a ship that's about to blow up. The end of season three, they're in a ship that's about to blow up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't, haven't we? Hmm. Yeah. Have we or not? Well, and, and there's something that obviously the Asgard don't have. They don't have their version of gliders. They obviously don't have any little ships that they yeah. can fly in. Yeah. They've literally been in hell. <laughs> yeah. And this is worse. Yeah, yeah, Jacob was there for that, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Daddy's little girl. Talking about last week we were talking about the green screen with behind the gate. Mm. Because this gate spins manually, the manual dial that's mm. on board Thor's ship. Do you reckon they would have done that in the in the like filmed that in the gate room? I don't know, maybe. Cuz they would have had the green screen behind. I just thought oh maybe they would have just it was tilted a, it a bit, and mm. they would have. Oh, maybe who knows? I guess they would have to do that. They would have had to have taken out all the all the the, the stairs and the stairs and the and the ramp and, and the clamps, and they would mm. have had to have redressed everything. So maybe it was all because I know. CG well, we've said before that the the off world gate doesn't spin because it's rubber. Yeah. So whenever that's what, oh, I just realised that just now. Maybe they did. The whenever event. they're doing a manual dial, they have to use the gate room gate. Yeah, maybe they just do Production it as a, as a close-up insert or something like that. Mm. Mm. Did um did you notice read something different with the opening credits at all? I'm not sure. You're watching on a streaming service, whereas mm. we've got the old DVD, so I'm not sure if it's the same. They but have the... from this episode starting forward, it's no more like shots from previous as the opening credits. It's just that slow pan of the Pharaoh's head, like from, like the, movie. from the movie. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, so it stays like that for the next couple of seasons. I think until season six it stays like that. For, s yeah. for some unknown reason. I don't know why they... Stop doing the shots from previous, but yeah, they just decided to. So, was, was it, is it always the same shots, or do they do different shots from previous? Yeah, like always, always the same scenes. Like, is it the same? Yeah, you know how it's opening the, sequence with the same scenes. They always in it? show or they Don S Davies and and the yeah right. Yeah, the, and there's the, the shot from in the line of duty when there's you know the yeah. the, the um glider shooting them as they're yeah, carrying yeah. and stuff. I think they updated every season or so. I know yeah, from okay. like when they when they go back to it like in like from season, season one to now, 
that it's been the same. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. like, season one was different because it had the only for a couple though. I reckon it's like well, no, because remember they, they couldn't use the scene of yeah, from, had... in, from in the line of duty of the of the glider firing because that was like the first second episode of season two. Yeah, well, they had in they had solitudes when Hammond was in in the ice. In the Antarctic, with, yeah, with but I'm saying they, they and the Tolan uh, episode. I'm saying they yeah. couldn't, they they couldn't use the a season two episode for the season one opening credits. Is all I'm saying. Like they've updated. Then it must each be like ninety five percent of it must be the same because I yeah. feel like it hasn't changed. And that's why I think when I first came onto Stargate, I must have watched season four and five or whatever um, episodes because that Sphinx, you know, what a Pharaoh, you know, whatever that that opening was my Stargate opening. Yeah. And then when I saw this one that we've been used to the last couple of seasons, where, you know, it like, you know, shows um, uh, Jack O'Neill and him opening his eye and that's like, you know, yeah. the, the wormhole. And I'm like, what yeah. the f*** is this? Think- <laughs> this is so weird, man. Like, oh, what? He's the he's the gateway to the universe. Wank, whatever. Now I'm like, I love that. I actually love that. I'm like, let's do it for getting the gate for a bit of fun. Hey, yeah. who's going to be Jack and who gets to have the wormhole in their eye? Like, I'm like, have the that looks cool. I think like well, season, I've had the wormhole before. <laughs> I'll have it again. Season six, seven, eight are really good. There's, I think, it might be season six that do this cool thing where it's like half the shot is like the gate rotating, like real close up shots of the gate rotating, and then it's like a hero mm. shot of each of the characters, and they have their little credit on there and stuff like that. Yeah, which I really like. But um, but yeah, there's I, as far as I know, there's no reason why they changed over to the yeah like um the pharaoh unless it was before the season ends. Yeah. Mm. Um, unless they just didn't want to do it next season, it was too much. They were just like, "Ugh, we don't want to edit everything together. Couldn't be bothered." So they just did yeah. that and took it from kind of makes from sense. The movie, but they they still had to edit it down because it's much shorter than the, than the whole painting shot from the opening of the movie. Mm. But um, they would have just sped it up, mate. No, they just literally cut it because there's you see less of the pharaoh's head. It's a oh, okay. shorter sequence, so they still would have had to edit, edit that. So yeah. mm. who knows? All right, well, since we're getting close to the end and I'm at two, I'm just going to say it. Nemesis, great Stargate episode, shit Star Trek episode. What? Oh, that's three. Oh, you wasted it. No, it's worth it because it's an episode of Voyager called Nemesis. This far and no further. Mute him. I'm done. He's out. Cool. Can't hear you. Counting what you're saying, mate. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, while... how about that, Matty guy? Sorry, just the height of him. So, a good Stargate episode is still not as good as a shit Star Trek episode. Yeah, I, I mean, we shouldn't have him back. What a tool for yeah. a season four. Say that. Sorry, can't hear. can't hear words. That. We should probably talk about Star Trek Discovery, though. Yeah, tell yeah. us. Go. It's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff, and because it's a prequel. Done this joke. It's lame. Sorry, can't hear. You. Uh. It's so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. And it's the first main African American lead, mm. which is good. Nice. Finally got a and female to lead Star Trek. Absolutely. Too. Like it's about time. I know. Hashtag about time. Battlestar Galactica, too. Yeah. Discuss. That's great that's show. No, no, that is. I actually have it. a toaster <laughs> that burns a Cylon onto your bread. It's cool. So that, nice. That's a big bang theory joke. Can't hear. Cylon, are they related to the dialects from Doctor yeah, Who? So. Across universe, yeah? I think so. Yeah, the main yeah. guy in Heroes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I knew I'd seen him before. Cylon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm just glad it doesn't work. What? So. Can't hear. Uh, I think we're winding down, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All right, let's oh, wrap this up. No one's ever what? said that. Can't hear. <laughs> All right, that is episode 65. We are at the end of three seasons of Stargate SG-1. Uh, We will, of course, be back to do season uh, four, episode one, but that's going to be two weeks, not next Sunday. Next week, we are going to do what we do at the end of every season, a full season wrap. We're going to uh, categorize and order our best and worst of the season, which has been a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed season two last year. We started to get a bit more debating there. I think season one we tended to agree a lot more because it was early days of SG one. Last year there's a few swears, you know, thrown around in the room. Mate, this week this, this season this next week's gonna be great. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot more good episodes this season. It'll yeah. be hard to pick a, a top seven, bottom seven. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's where maybe maybe it's what makes top seven and then what has to then be forced into the second. That's where yeah. there's going to be a, a couple of... Yo, you're fucking kidding, mate. Yeah, we've you're having it. a laugh. We've, we've heard that a couple of times in this... What? Uh, That's in your bottom? Are you kidding? <laughs> what else is in your bottom? What else is in your bottom? <laughs> what isn't, mate? Get, get away from my steal the mate. I'll try anything three chance. times. 
<laughs> what if I just do this? Well done, Mitch. You did a great job oh. there turning my microphone off. <laughs> Your movie's faded down. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know how to work buttons. Okay, so we'll see you back next week for our season review of season three. Until then, all of our old podcasts, if you have just joined us, check out your favorite podcasting outlet. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. You can find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Or if you want to drop us a line, maybe give us your top three episodes of the season. Get Into Gate at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Give let us know your top three and and your bottom three. Yeah, for Don't sure. Don't worry about the other ones. Absolutely. Nah, screw the other ones. We'll bore you with ours, but <laughs> you will listen. <laughs> Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Come talk some gate. Maddie uh, is uh, somewhere. Does I don't know. Did? Probably watching Star Trek Discovery somewhere, Probably. but you can find him he somewhere. Loves oh, oh, he loves it. He loves it. At I Hate Stargate. I'll tell you what. Send him your full list of Stargate uh, Season 3, the full order. We yeah. don't have time, us three, but send it to Matty. <laughs> He's got so much time. He tells us so often. Brendan, where can we find you? You can find me uh, at the Brendan Gibson on Instagram and the Bren Gibson on Twitter. Hook us up. And Reese. Hook us up with yourself. I'm at the Flying Gibson on all the ones. On all of the ones. <laughs> all Especially uh, Twitter. Yeah, okay. I was going to sure. say grinder, but that. Yeah. yeah. Flog that dead horse. Because yeah. <laughs> you love dick. Yeah, that's yeah. the main reason. Love flogging dead horses. <laughs> <laughs> on your that Cora. was. <laughs> Get into geek.com. So at the end, you're talking about a horror film. The bloody replicator crawls up out of the out of the water. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, to be continued. Boom. There's a replicator oh, you're on this Earth. up. Sorry, have you got something else to f-ing talk about? <laughs> yeah, I do. You had like a five minute f-ing silence, so I'm trying to fill. <laughs> you don't need to fill, mate. We can edit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We obviously had nothing to talk about. I do, but you started talking. After so you- five minutes, f-ing it up. I mean, you could have let him finish and then start it instead of being a about it, but all right. No. Well, I wanted to clarify if you're going on to something good or you try and wrap it up. What do I? What am I wrapping up, mate? I'm just talking about To be about continued. All right, episode. see you next week on Get Into Gate. So you're saying yeah. we, can edit, we can edit the silence, but we can't edit that back into the episode? Come on, mate. Come on. What right, do you on, think? Guys. Pull your f***ing head out of your ass. <laughs> We're on a time limit here, guys. We're going to go. Oh, yeah, trying sorry, to get yeah. things rolling. No, I got um, nothing. Where you go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> oh, Trillions. <laughs> <laughs> fucking waiting for it. <laughs>